Welcome to the Choose You Now podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Hever. Today, we celebrate our one-year anniversary of the Choose You Now podcast. And we are celebrating this, of course, around Valentine's Day, which is when we launched in 2021. So we are going to have a giant love fest, and I am welcoming in my fabulous producers, producer Sanford and producer Adam. Hello, hello. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Now choose you now. That was just adorable. adorable. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> happy happy birthday, choose you now. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Can't believe it's been a year. We've had so many extraordinary experiences together in this short period of time. We certainly have. That that ain't no joke. I've learned a lot. I didn't know anything about plant-based as much as you, Juliana. Now I feel like I've read the book. Quite literally. Mm. And drunk the Kool-Aid, the vegan Kool-Aid, <laughs> the plant water, the plant milk. You've drank the plant milk. Let's say that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We both have. We both have. That's good. Okay. Well, so in honor of our giant love Valentine's Day show anniversary celebration, I thought, or we thought, I can't take credit for this, we thought we would point out just 12 of our favorite loving moments in the show. I mean, there were so many, it was really, really hard to choose. But these are just some of the highlights and some of the people that have really made a significant impact on my life personally, on the show, and in the world. So that's what we're going to do today. You guys ready for that? We are ready. Who's, who's first on this special birthday episode? First on the list is Dr. Neil Barnard, the president of Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. We had him on this season and he has written, I don't know how many books, and he has just, he has radically changed the world. And he's been more prolific than pretty much anyone I know with all of his research studies and programs and talks and conferences and medical center. This man shows us the ultimate act of love, loving your body, and he shows us how doable it is. Let's say you go to the gas station and you say to the, to the, the guy who's running the garage, you say, my, my car's not working. Nothing's working right. The mechanic says, though, well, what kind of fuel are you using? And you say, well, it's, this is a diesel. The mechanic says, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is not a diesel car. This car takes unleaded. You put in unleaded and you find that it, your mileage gets better. All kinds of things are better. Your body's the same way. Your body is not, you, you're not a cat. Now, your cat can eat meat all day long and do fine and is not going to get atherosclerosis, for example. When we, primates, start to eat like a carnivore, many things happen. We get, all, we, we get hormonal issues, high cholesterol levels. Our weight uh, regulation is much more difficult. Our digestion is not good. And the microbiome, your gut bacteria, act up because they're not being nourished either. So, so the, the, reason, the point I'm making is from one mistake, and that's putting the wrong fuel in the system, you see many, many things go wrong. Yes. And so he not only makes things very doable about taking care of your body, but he makes it super simple and he makes it very fun. And he just is so easy to apply all of his wisdom and knowledge. So thank you, Dr. Neil Barnard, sending you so much love today and always. Just- and, that is, and that is why we love Dr. Barnard because he makes everything, as you said, simple. And we love him for that. See what I did there? Love him for that. You're welcome. There you go. You're welcome, listeners. You're welcome. I actually learned a great deal out of that specific episode because I took like meat eating, which like, I'll be honest, and listeners, I still do a little bit of it. But when he explained it in the way that like primates aren't meant to do it and we're descended from primates, I was like, oh, 
okay, that makes more sense. Because like, yeah, traditionally I see other animals like pets eating meat products and it makes sense because they always have. But perhaps the lineage from which we as humans descend didn't always and maybe getting back to what we used to would be better. Does that make sense? Anyway, that's what I does, Adam. And also I want to add this. It's like, it's not just that what we have been able to do or what we did, it's what's optimal now. Like we take all of that background and we apply it to right now and the information science we have now. And we know that eating a plant-based diet is optimal for health. So it's, it's kind of like an accumulation of, of information. I have to say also, Adam, that was very deep. Good on you. Nicely done. Who's next, Juliana, on this birthday episode? Who's next? Next on our list is, of course, John Robbins. I have so much love for this man because he quite literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. And he is so extraordinary, extraordinarily eloquent, unlike me. He's extraordinarily eloquent. And this clip is a solution to pretty much most of the world's issues. If we all shifted to a, or shifted in the direction of a, of a, of a whole food plant-based diet, we would do a tremendous amount to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions, to lower our ecological footprint, to reduce it, uh, to produce less methane and CO2 and nitrous oxide and all the other gases that we're, we're polluting the atmosphere with and causing and jeopardizing uh, the future of life on earth with. We, we, we could have a much healthier world for ourselves individually and 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 for us as a species and as and for us as part of the the whole earth community it's never been easier to eat a whole food plant based diet there there are more and more plant based alternatives to the foods that people have gotten used to eating um in the standard american diet and when we do that we we join the movement for for love on earth in ever deeper ways and we become truer to ourselves that's so in alignment with choose you now and choosing the world by choosing yourself first. And when I was a teenager and I stumbled upon his book, Diet for a New America, it changed everything for me because I too didn't want to contribute to anything against what he's saying. And about, I wanted to connect with the, the way the food is connected to, to the earth and to the animals and to our bodies and our health and how he connected everything. It changed everything I thought about food. And many, many years later, when I finally got to meet him, I heard him speak and I got up to the microphone to ask a question, but really I just wanted to tell him how much he had significantly changed my life and how much I loved him. And he, he gave me the biggest hug I've ever had in my life. It was the best hug of my life. It was like coming to this beautiful place of, this is what I want to do with my life. This is, I want to be a better person because of this man. And he does that. He's had that effect on, I don't know, infinite amount of people. So thank you, John Robbins, for spending a moment with us here on the show. I mean, I, we, I think we loved him as well. Um, I have a soft spot for him because of Baskin and Robbins, but we don't discuss that on the show. But I thought he was really, I thought he was really smart and really, really just so lovely with his time for us. I thought he was just, I thought he was great. I really did. Yeah. To me, that was just like, how could somebody who was like probably destined to be part of that mm. empire, like not be, Yeah, and that's just my pull as somebody who would be tempted by that over any ideals that I would have. Yes. That was a cool part for me. And then of course, obviously to hear about how he changed Juliana's perspective, of course, I mean, that is much more significant, but both angles were interesting to me. Love him. Okay. Number three on the list is Miyoko Shinner. 
This woman is what I, you know, I always love to talk about Wonder Woman and the power pose and that, that, that powerful woman. And she is that woman to me. She's been a really good friend of mine for many, many years. And I've watched her just do incredible things in the world. She literally recently, there was a, um, the dairy industry was against her using butter as a term with her vegan products because it wasn't dairy butter. And she actually went to court and won. And she won that you can call it butter and it being plant-based. And I think that's brilliant. And that's just such a perfect example of what Miyoko Shinner stands for and how she's able to change the world. We can't forget that there's another passion. We have to find that passion that it, in Japanese, they call ikigai. The reason you get up in the morning, it's that purpose in life. The thing that that drives you, that propels you forward. And at the end of the day, it's probably not going to be, gosh, I mean, hopefully the person you you fell in love with is going to be there and support you. But aside from that person, you've got to have that ikigai or that thing that you're living for on your own. And if you lose that, then every single day just becomes, well, it's just another day. And so we have to believe in that inner purpose that we all have. And that inner purpose doesn't die when you're 40 or 50 um, or even 60. That inner purpose can be reawakened at any age and we can become stronger as we get older. I also encourage my daughters all the time and let them know that yes, life is gonna be hard sometimes, especially when you're younger, because when you're young, you're still developing the muscles for life. You know, it's like it, if you wanna go into bodybuilding, it takes uh, several years sometimes to you know d- develop ripped abs or whatever it is you want. It's the same thing with life. I mean, you, I really sincerely believe life is long and, and we're going to become more powerful beings as we age. Not only has she made vegan possible with her extraordinary cheese that's going everywhere in the world that everyone loves, but this whole concept of ikigai and finding your passion, that is the whole point of choosing your why and choosing you now. Miyoko holds a special place in my heart because she's actually one of three episodes we launched on February 14th, 2021. We have another guest who also did, we'll talk about them in a little bit, but you know, she she took a chance on us when we were just a baby and now we're a one-year-old. So thank you, Miyoko, for for helping us uh, start on the right foot. 100%. Also, it was cool for me because I jumped into this podcast again, not being plant-based for my entire life. And I mentioned her as a launch guest to one of my friends who is has a dairy allergy. So she, by nature, is that she operates with that diet and she loved it. She was like, what? You're talking to the, like on the, like the one on with their name on the jar? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. So thanks for that, Miyako, yeah, wherever you are. That's great. Next on our list is our beloved Rip Esselstyn. We had so much fun with him. You know, I've been talking to him also for years, and we kind of always have fun talking about food. But what I love about Rip is the way he makes food sound so good. Like, he literally made my mouth water with that entire interview. He just makes food so accessible and eating this way, really just delicious and practical, even from the firefighter perspective. He brings that whole man thing on. Oh, and Sanford, he was on What Would Juliana Do With Us? And we did the man show with him. You remember that? He did. He made burgers with mushrooms. Yep. And fries. I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, yes. I remember him. Yeah. Yum. One of the the dressings that is my go-to dressing that your listeners might love because it's so easy is it's just a third, a third, and a third, and depending upon how many people you're, you're you're making it for, but it's a third balsamic vinegar, it's a third maple syrup, and a third 
spicy golden mustard. And I just love that. And it makes any salad just go down so easily. Okay, Rip, I didn't know you had this talent that on audio only, you could make a person visualize an entire meal, mouth water, like you're so good at describing this food. I'm getting really, really hungry. (laughs) I, I don't feel like I've really even started yet. You know, can I say something about this episode really fast? You know, for the listeners, I don't think it's like coming as a surprise, but, you know, after we record these interviews, you know, Adam and Juliana and I, you know, stay on for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes. And we sort of do a download on the episode. And I recall very clearly after we, we recorded this episode, the three of us sort of at the same time we're like wait that's salad dressing and never have the three of us been so excited about something as simple as a salad dressing so and it's good and it's good have you tried it i have and it's sort of like you would never think but it's extraordinarily delicious and so rip if for nothing else we thank you for the salad dressing (laughs) yep it got me way more into dressings and sauces that just combine those sorts of ingredients to liven up anything so, you know, even beyond, and then, I mean, hey, just for hey, any, any guys who listen to this, any like regular down to earth guys out there, just if you don't have those three things in your agree, you know, get three things, you get your one dressing for everything. You don't put it on a salad, put it on other stuff, put it on your pancakes. No, I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> anyway. And we also have Rip to thank because we, we swapped appearances. Rip, Rip came on ours and then Juliana appeared on Rip's. And I think it helped both of us out, probably helped us a little bit more because we were newer than Rip. But we have him to be thankful for there, too. Yes. Thank you, Rip. Thank you, Rip. Next on the list, we can't talk about love without talking about the quintessential Renaissance man. Any of you that know Dr. David Katz knows exactly what I mean. He talks in this clip about science and sense. He's published so many books, but I can't believe the way he uses words. Like he has this gorgeous use of words and language. And I love reading his books. I love listening to him speak. He is a poet and a Renaissance man, which is so rare these days. And here's just a little taste of that. Science absolutely does have the power of a freight train to drive us toward those elusive, hard to reach truths. But sense must lay the tracks, otherwise you get a train wreck. You know, effectively, if science is a powerful tool that can do a lot of good and do things no other tool can do, but also can do a lot of harm if misused, well, you know, essentially, science is the answering machine. Sense is where the questions come from. And there are no good answers to bad questions. There are no good results from RCTs that are designed with straw men in the mix. So you actually know the result before you ever run the study because you designed the study to produce a result. People may think that there's something sacrosanct about randomized control trials. They are so subject to bias. They're they're so potentially manipulated. You know, science can be extremely powerful, but it has to be done right. And it can never be done right independently of sense. So Mark and I had a fun time batting that back and forth and kind of fleshing that out in the book. Dr. David Katz has had such a profound impact on lifestyle medicine He is changing the world, sending you so much love, Dr. David Katz. Thank you for being on the show. Next up, we have my soul mama. And I had to include her because she is literally my soul mama. Brenda Davis, my mentor, vegan dietitian, written a bazillion books, changing the world also. I love her deeply. And I love this clip as it just displays her gorgeous heart. I called her, by the way, we're recording this today. It's her birthday. So I called her yesterday to say happy birthday. And uh, and so here's a little homage to my beautiful soul mama. 
for me, I at one point uh, was challenged by a hunter, actually. This was a very close friend and he, he stopped by my house for coffee before going deer hunting. I'll never forget trying to figure out how to stop him from killing another deer. You know, it was really what he said back to me that changed the course of my life. He said, you know, just because you don't have the guts to pull the trigger doesn't mean you're not responsible for the trigger being pulled every time you buy your piece of meat camouflaged in cellophane in the grocery store. He said, at least the animals I eat have had a life. I doubt very much you can say the same for the ones that are sitting on your plate. And it was probably about a week or two later that I decided that I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't participate in a, a system of animal agriculture that was so cruel. And, um, and that was it. It just comes across. She's so gentle and so lovely. And, um, and hers is, is, we don't play favorites around here, but what, hers is really honestly one of my favorite interviews that we've done. If you haven't listened to it, Go check it out in the queue. I just think it's really just, it's a breezy, lovely episode. It really is. The other thing that that clip brought out for me was I've applied that philosophy to a number of consumer products, a whole basket of goods I've looked at on the shelf and said, well, they're there. I didn't cause it to be put there. Might as well just take it because I'm the next down the line. And I think a lot of people operate like that. It takes a little more to understand that, well, you're contributing to the means of production, even though you're at the end of the consumption cycle, you're giving them a reason and an incentive to keep doing what they're doing. And whether it applies to plant-based diets, animal hunting, or, or you know, use of paper products is, is beside the point. It was just an interesting way to think. That's why I enjoyed that one. Thank you so Mama Brenda Davis. Happy birthday. We love you. We love you. Next on our list is someone that many, many people love, and that, of course, is the great Dr. Michael Greger. What I love about this clip is it's kind of a sliver of the Michael behind the Dr. Greger that we all know and love from nutritionfacts.org. Oh, my God, this was so much fun. Most of my interviews are like, okay, so how many teaspoons of flaxseed? Right. You, ever, you know, it's just like, and look, I have nothing, I have nothing against flaxseeds, believe me, but yes, it's nice to... Uh, Nice to pull back the curtain a little bit and happy to be on anytime. I just cannot wish you enough success with all your endeavors. You are a beacon, a shining beacon for humanity. Uh. You know, I, I have to say, you know, I have to say as someone who I don't have a medical background, I don't have a nutrition background, but we really have had some really incredible esteemed guests on this show who really know how to break it down in a very human way and a very relatable, accessible way. And I would put Dr. Greger in that category. If I'm not mistaken, he was also one of our first guests. Um, and just I, maybe, maybe first or second, I don't know, but I'll check the no, 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 He I, was part of the, he was part of the, sorry. I, oh, he I'll, was part, I'll, he was part of I'll the original? I'll make a footnote here. Yeah, he was the second of the three. I'll make a footnote. Adam screwed up. No, no, you didn't screw up, Adam. Um, but he was, but he was also one of our guests who we launched this podcast with. And I actually remember where I was when we recorded this. I was not home, if you guys recall. And I just remember he made us laugh and he made us think. And that's a really lovely and wonderful conversation. 
from someone who just knows so much. Right? He's a walking encyclopedia and he's putting so much goodness into this world. So we love you, Dr. Michael Greger. Next, I'm glad we didn't talk about flax seeds because I haven't actually had a flax seed since. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's time to have some flax seeds, AC. Yeah, maybe. I've had some seeds since, but not flax. They're good for you. Anyway. They're good for you. Yeah. All right. Next on the list is another very dear friend of mine, and she puts a lot of love in the world with a beautiful voice. That is, of course, the famous jazzy vegetarian, Laura Theodore. I love this clip and I love her resilience. She's another one of those powerhouse women that just inspire me all the time. I heard no's for five years. I talked to the head of the Food Network and he was like, we will never have a vegan show. It was just no after no after no. I was just so used to it in my whole career. And I also knew that it was really the right path for me. It was the right thing. I'd, I'd seen the demos we, we did. I was very, you know, I love being on camera. I'm way more comfortable being on camera. And so that's what gave me the strength. There continues to be many, many no's every single day when we're raising the funding for the program. It takes me a year to a year and a half. And I'll get 100 or 200 no's before I get one yes. But it really all goes back to that training and hearing no's so often that I just hear it and I say, you know what? It's no, but it has nothing to do with me. I'm fabulous. So I just move on to the next. They're the ones that are missing on and I move forward. You are fabulous, Laura, and they are the ones missing out. Thank you for the inspiration. And you, you mentioned this right before we went into the clip, but she really is just the, the greatest example of what resilience can do for you and what, you know, just being passionate and not taking no for an answer when you know in your core it's right, right? And um, I remember taking that away after we, we recorded with her, just her resilience is really, really something to be admired and, and, and thank God for it because now we have her. Yes. Yeah, that thinking on no is great. I mean, the three of us, we all operate our own businesses, really. And every part of a business is selling yourself. And so everybody, every each of us, and probably a lot of people listening to this, have heard no and gotten disconcerted. But that theory of, well, it's no, but it's for environmental reasons. It's not necessarily me. All that is helpful. Yes. You know, I don't know if you want to leave this in. And Adam, you feel, and Juliana, you can feel free to take it out. But I work with somebody who... Um, is a pretty powerful agent. And um, on her LinkedIn, I'm not going to tell you who, who she is, but on her LinkedIn, she is she will often announce a project um, that one of her clients has, 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 has begun or announced. I'm sorry, let me say that again. She will, she will often announce a project from one of her clients. And, but what she does is she'll announce the project and then she'll tell you how long the project has been gestating to give others this, 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 this note that if you stick with it long enough, you'll get what you want. And I've always found that to be such an incredible tool. Um, so anyway, resilience. Thank you for, thank you for um, telling us more about resilience, Laura. Really just beautifully done. We can't have a love fest without including our dear friend, Joey Thurman. Jay, my former and hopefully future co-host, my dear friend, and always inspiring and fun as hell, Joey Thurman, The Art of Doing Nothing. This was a great episode. 
I always have to get some sort of movement in, in a day, whether it's that's lifting weights or going for a walk. And here's something that people can do, like uh, getting that vitamin D and natural vitamin D is one of the best things that we can do. So after every time you eat whatever diet you're on, right, whether it's vegan to anything else, take a 10 minute walk. And as you're doing that 10 minute walk, I want you to unplug unless you're listening to Juliana's podcast, which then, then you're plugged in, right? 10 minute walk, do that two or three times a day after eating. And the art of doing nothing is good too. So you literally unplug and just sit there. You don't have to meditate and think about what's happening with your toes and body scan and all this sort of stuff. If you want to, amazing. There's some great apps and things out there that can do that. But just unplug for like five minutes and listen to the birds and feel the wind on your face and just do nothing. That is meditating. That will help you right there. Like Rip, like Rip's interview, after we were downloading on Joey's interview, you know, with Rip, we were we were kind of fascinated with the salad dressing. And I remember after this interview with Joey, we all came together at the end. He had he had hung up, and we thought the art of doing nothing. That is just, and we have actually. The three of us have actually talked about the art of doing nothing since then in, in you know, in, in various conversations. I, I got to say, I mean, I, I love Joey. I've known Joey for a long time, um, but I really think it's the idea is so simple, but it really resonates so much. And I think it's an important message too. So Joey, we love you for that. Yes. Did you want to say? Yes. Yeah, he had a great second <laughs> interview too which uh, that came from the first one, but he did a, a great second one, which is forthcoming listeners. Yes. You'll enjoy that. And he resonated with you a lot, AC, did he not? Yeah, it really did. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it for listeners, but I, I threw a question in there for me and I don't appear on those interviews ever. I listen, I monitor, I'm there. That was the first time I really piped up or rather had my direct input involved. So that was a cool little moment, but yeah. So Joey will be the first to say that he's not just his six-pack abs. He is way more than his flex. We all love him here. So thank you, Joey. Thank you, Jay. We'll see you again soon. And of course, we have to talk about the other kind of love, you know, and that is about being a parent. And so we had the amazing Dr. Alok Patel on the show twice. This clip comes from the first interview, and it's about, you know, choosing you for a reason, a why, and he chose it. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll let him tell you why he chose it. And we often talk about disconnecting and putting down our phones and turning off TV, not checking email, all that stuff. But like, I don't know how often people actually practice it. We preach it, but I've been forced or I forced myself to do it, especially because I now have a daughter. And that is giving me the motivation I needed to, to choose myself and to choose that moment and just be with her these little things that she's doing, whether it is learning how to shake a rattle or roll over or take three dumps in one morning and ruin multiple outfits, these are fleeting milestones. I'm not going to be able to experience this again. I mean, I, I, I've known Alok for a long while as well. And um, I do believe Alok is one of the smartest men I know. He's also one of the kindest men I know. And he's also one of the coolest men I know after... Adam. Um, oh, thanks. You're welcome. But really, I just think I, I'm such an admirer of who he is and what he does and how he navigates this world. Honestly, if follow him, find him. He is worth it. Um, his Instagram, I think, is really, really interesting. 
but I just think he's a really wonderful, wonderful guy. And I hope he's listening to this. He is not paying me to say this, but truly, <laughs> I, I, I think he's, you know, we've had a lot of really, really, I think every guest we've had on the show, honestly, is really special. I really do. I think we've been really lucky and, and I think Alok is really up there. He's just, I just, I cannot sing his praises enough and, and I'm very lucky to call him a friend. So, and I'm glad he resonates with you too, uh, Juliana. So, oh yeah, he's uh, great. Thank you for introducing us. I, I think he's amazing and very, very inspiring and putting so much love into the world. So thank you to uh, Dr. Alok Patel. The next clip I wanted to share, I had to, forgive me, shameless plug, but not really. This is about the the book release episode. And the book, The Choose You Now Diet, came out on December 21st, 122121, which is kind of a fun date. And this book, you know, came from, evolved from these same conversations. This all came from the same conversations, and it's the namesake of this podcast. So I wanted to share this clip and that remind us about this episode and what an amazing year this has been to not only have our podcast, but also the book is out there. And we've got this, we've got this whole little choose you now microcosm we're, we're enjoying right now. What is one thing, something that is really effective and easy to do to sort of start a healthy relationship with our meals? Decide what you want. Define it. Everything that exists in this world started from an idea and a thought, but once you put it into words, write it down, write your why. The first exercise I have all my clients do is write down exactly what you want and what it looks like and why. It could be as deep as I want to be there for my children and be active with my children to something as superficial. And it's not superficial because it matters to you as I want to look good in my bikini on the beach next. doesn't matter what resonates for you because it has to be for you. And then you make decisions every day for you. And that strengthens the esteem building. You're building your esteem by choosing you. Slowly, slowly, you start to build up trust and faith in your own esteem and in your own decision making so that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You become what you want to become and you put those words into action. I mean, all I can think of, all I can say about that clip is I hate the way I sound. But other than that, I mean. (laughs) I love the way you sound. Stop that. This is a love episode and I love you and stop that. (laughs) I mean, I think what I love about that episode, I, I, um, Adam and I really have rallied around this book, not because we work with you, but because it's kind of delicious. I mean, you know, and um, I think Adam's taken a little bit more of, you know, the, the plant-based plunge than I have, but there's a lot in that book that I also admire. We just cooked your stuffed peppers two nights ago. So um I'm grateful for that book. You know, I, I love it. I think it's really great. You should be very, very proud of it. Thank you. Yeah, true. I have made it a larger proportion of my diet. Um, I've said it enough that it's not 100% at this moment, but it was partially because I just always associated it and plants and eating just like vegetables. That's really what I just associated it with. And so you think about like the salad bar and how normally dry that is. And it's like, ah, that just sticks with you from like the age of like three. Like as soon as you see a carrot, you're like, "Ah, I don't want that. Right. And then you put through some of these. I mean, that was what the book was for me was making sure you can get, get it actually tasting good. Right. That's why I love like the things with the sauces. That's why Rip's clip was great. Um, I've really gotten into that. But and I think I said this in the book episode, what it really was, was the fact that like the first book I got on like changing the way that I eat 
was this book called The Obesity Code, which I got from a friend. And I thought it was an insult, but really it was this book that was about studies of intermittent fasting. And the 50 pages that begin your book, Juliana, which I prefer, are basically explaining why the plants are important. And then, of course, talking about all the tasty combinations that you talk about. But um, I, I like that part. I like getting the real explanation instead of having a bunch of recipes thrown at me. And in this case, you get that with yours, which is much better than... I feel like it's much less posturing than it would be if you just like threw a bunch of meals together and, and wrapped them in a book. The explanations yeah. are important. Thank you, Adam. I just had for lunch before we logged on here, the peanut butter curry, the peanut butter vegetable curry from there yeah, and the chili cheese fries without the fries. So the chili with the nacho cheese sauce on top. <gasps> so fun. It's so fun to have new recipes to play with. All right. Well, thank you for all your support. Um, gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, we're going to throw so much love to the man who is love walking. Like he is the quintessential man of love and just radiates joy and compassion and inspiration. One of my favorite people on the planet, that's Dr. Michael Clapper. And he makes everything beautiful and everything inspiring. So uh, listen in on this gorgeous clip and you'll see what I mean. Get the most out of every every moment. Uh, if, you know, fill it with happiness. But uh, you know, we're only allowed twenty four hours in a day, and uh, use them to, to the utmost. But uh, but do do it with things that make you feel happy. You know, like there's an old saying. You know, you when you walk through the cemetery, you never see a, a, a tombstone that says he regrets not spending more time at the office. <laughs> you, know, you, you never, you never say, see that. So uh, leave time to smell the roses, watch the birds, and love somebody, hug somebody, smile at somebody, check in on your neighbor. Uh, use these strange times to grow and make yourself healthier. Eat better, get get more sleep, and uh, and do what you can do to uh, to increase the love in the world, and you'll be happier for it as well. Can I just say something about Dr. Michael Clapper? Um, he is the scientific hug to me. He is a walking hug. And um, the title of his episode, um, and if you haven't listened to it, it's from uh, May 30th, 2021, is Choose Your Heart and You'll Be Taken Care Of. And I have to say, there's no other person that I would want to hear that from than from him. I adore him. I met him through you. Um, I became aware of him through you, Juliana. And I just think he is a gem amongst not scientists, just human beings. And what an honor it was to host him on the show. Just love him. Just think he's an extraordinary gentleman. I really do. He's the embodiment of what this podcast stands for. And what he just said is the perfect description of what we stand for here, what we are trying to put more of into the world and through the voices of all these extraordinary guests and everyone else we've had on the show so I can't thank you guys enough, producers Adam and Sanford, and all of you out there listening and supporting us in our first year. Cheers to another wonderful year and all the all that we have coming in the future. And if you're listening on launch day, happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. And if you're listening on launch day, happy birthday anniversary to us. <laughs> Yes. Happy anniversary and happy Valentine's Day. Sending so much love and light to all of you. And of course, that leafy green love is what I mean. But um, if you are inspired and enjoy the Choose You Now podcast, become a member of our Patreon page. 
patreon.com slash choose you now. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash choose you now to have access to exclusive content. Please subscribe to the show, rate and review us on iTunes and send us an email with questions and comments at chooseyounowpodcast at gmail.com. For nutrition services and more information, visit me at plantbaseddietitian.com. I invite you to choose yourself now. And I'm signing off with lots of leafy green love.